Stories from the Woods podcast. As we continue the train from Noah's story, we leave off with Emily, Steve, and Azor stopped outside of the Midnight Cave to get a breath and wondering if that creature that was following them is still coming after them. Chapter 5, Midnight Journey. Steve, Emily, and Azor stopped outside the Midnight Cave, trying to catch their breath as it was raining outside. They looked around, and they see a stone, a large stone, that they lay their body up against to rest. They're not sure if that thing is chasing them. Steve does not want to see it again. He was horrified by the face. It's time to move. We have to get ahead of Marley and the Salt Army. It is best to move at night before the sun rises. Steve and Emily agree that that's the right decision. Where are we going to go? Says Steve. We're going to head toward the Forest of Screams. But we will need a nice place to stay, for it is too far, and a place we won't want to go at night. There's an inn to stay on the way. It's owned by someone I know. How far away is it? It's about a mile. Emily takes the gem and shines it outward to start their journey. But they see one of the creatures standing in front of them. And as she shines the light to her right, she sees another and another until they realize they are surrounded by these skeleton creatures. And they are coming closer to them slowly. The creatures show their gruesome teeth. They have little hair and are all bones. They make these heavy breathing sounds. We're surrounded! How are we going to get around them, Steve? I'm scared! Emily says. Emily, you have to remember that we can use the gem and the dagger to create a light to blind them. Azor, do you have a weapon? I do have a large club. Alright, me and Emily are going to shine the light at one of the skeletons. And Azor, you have to knock him out. Steve puts up his dagger and Emily comes behind him and shines the light. The first skeleton screams in horror. And Azor runs up and knocks him over with his club. They do the same thing one by one to each of the skeletons. Run! Run! Says Azor. As they knocked enough down, provide an opening for them to run through. As they are running, Azor is grabbed by one of the skeletons behind him. He takes one big large swing and knocks the skeleton in the head and over. He then runs after Emily and Steve at a slower pace. Emily uses the gem of the stone to lead their way ahead in the darkness. As they run for quite a long time, they finally stop when they can no longer run. Breathing heavily, they look behind to see if anyone is following them. I believe the skeletons of midnight are no longer following us. I don't think they wanted to get hit with that club anymore. Azar, that was a good job. I need to sign you up on my Little League team. They need to be near the cave when the sun rises, or they will disintegrate. That's good news. 
I don't want to see those creatures ever again. After some rest, they decide they need to continue forward. We need to follow the star of Icadorus up there. That will lead us in the right direction where we can rest for the night. Steve, Emily, and Azor continue walking for another hour until they come to a lighted village. They walk down the roads of the village where there's houses that have lanterns hanging outside of them. They continue walking until they find a building that has a sign stating cup and saucer. They enter the building and there's a fireplace with a man laying down beside it in a chair. Yes, yes, the man says as he stands up. I see we have some visitors. The man has long black hair and yellow teeth. He's disheveled and hunched over. Would you like some drinks, food, or sleep? We want a room for the night. There's only one room left, and it's located in the basement. There will be crumpets and drought in the morning. How much for the night? It will be three coins, the man says. Azor is not happy with that amount and pulls out two gold coins from his pocket. I believe being friends with your owner, Bakar, will get me this room for two gold coins. We always get that same excuse. I will ask him this evening, but if not, I expect to get a third coin in the morning. I will need your name so I can ask Bakar. Azor is my name, and Bakar will remember me. The man looks a little frustrated, but grabs some keys from behind the desk and leads them to their room. They first pass the fireplace and enter the dining area. There are four men sitting in there talking. However, as they pass through, the men stop their conversation. The innkeeper leads them on to another doorway and down a staircase. This leads them to the basement, which is very cold and dreary. The innkeeper leads them to the door of their room. Sleep well tonight, and the man leaves. The three of them look at their room. There are a couple of cots in the corner, and a mouse scurries out through a crack in the wall. This will have to do for the evening. Get some rest. We have more walking tomorrow. I think two coins is a little expensive, Azor, but I'm really exhausted, so I'm going to go to bed. They are all ready for some rest. They put their belongings down and lay down in the cots, and they are fast asleep very quickly. This concludes Chapter 5, Midnight Journey, from the story Train from Nowhere. This podcast features the song A Dinner and a Rabbit by Mute Stare, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. We hope you enjoyed this episode from the Stories from the Woods podcast. Please leave us a review, and as always, continue to listen to our next episode.